0: An H-bomb, you That big, you say. Wow. You that? hmm. So that's the,
1: uh, the Walter Cronkite of North Korea announcing they had exploded a hydrogen bomb, which uh, the experts seem to think is what happened. And um, so there you got that. Once again, by the way. A, they won't be at this stage for a year. Don't no! I mean, that keeps happening right. over and over with the size of the bombs and with the missiles. Right. Which, by the way, it looks like they're getting ready to test another missile. to so celebrate the anniversary of something. They celebrate anniversaries like every other week there. It's constantly celebrating an anniversary with either a missile or a bomb. Very festive society. Uh-huh. Please
2: welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, Mike Lyons, CBS military analyst. Mike, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. So great to be back with you. We never invite you on to discuss anything cheerful.
0: Yeah, no, nothing like
2: that, football or something else. No. So listen, uh, yeah, maybe we can uh, save a minute or two for the end of this chat, but uh, the the debate, the discussion of where North Korea is scientifically in terms of being able to uh, launch and deliver a nuclear warhead, all that stuff is really interesting to me. I, I like reading about it. But it's undeniable that within a couple of years, barring some complete... End to the current trend. They will have the ability to do horrible damage to the U.S. True.
0: Yes, and extort the United States. I think that's the other thing that they we've got to be concerned about. The issue with the H bomb, it's created now. Instead of them being worried about a precision fire weapon having to accurately hit a city on the west coast, let's say, or a city within the Midwest, or anywhere in the United States, it's gone from a precision fire weapon to an area fire weapon. Now they just got to get in the neighborhood. Now they just got to get close. They can fire it over and above uh, city, and the overpressurization of that kind of technology is 25 times that of the normal atomic bomb. So this is a very big deal, the fact that they've tested this. Now, we're still determining whether or not it's the case, but the fact that it caused an earthquake leads most in the scientific community to believe that it is a hydrogen bomb.
1: So I don't think we've had you on since this occurred. uh, We talked to a guy in an event recently. He was a military guy, had been in South Korea. And he said, "I love Mike Lyons, absolutely love him. If you if you say you got Mike Lyons coming up, I always stay tuned." He said, "But I disagree completely with him on the we've got no military option um uh, thing. He 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 believed we have a number of military options. Do you do you think it's even a possibility, or are you still in the camp that look, it's just, it's just not going to happen? We are not going to jump ugly with these people."
0: Yeah. Okay. First of all, yeah. There's always a military option. I mean, well, the, I, yeah. The one exactly. That says we, we mean kill ten million people is the military. Right. Option.
1: We we mean a realistic. Right. Anybody would do it. Military option.
0: Okay, so for us to do that, we'd have to take a calculated risk that we would, first of all, preposition hundreds of thousands of troops and military assets in a place that we don't have them right now. So we'd beat a very long war drum in order for us to do that. That's number one. I think, um, number two, we might start shooting down some of these missile tests now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be something that we'll, we'll explore. But when we do that, we show Russia our technology. That, that's the thing. We have no friends in that part of the world. The Chinese, everyone's watching the sad system. You know, we deploy all these great systems on golf courses, you know, in, in Japan, and and not in Japan yet, but in South Korea. But the bottom line is, no one knows if it really works or not, and, you know, in, in live action. And, and once, once we shoot that, then we're going to show everybody that technology. So we've got to be careful of that. Interesting. But sh- but sure there, there's you know uh, we've got a there's a plan in the Pentagon, I'm sure that says, look, if we do this and, and for the first twelve hours of any war with North Korea, it'll decimate them enough to the point that um, they won't be able to respond. That's not to say the Chinese don't respond. We, you know the Chinese have ICBMs themselves. What well, if the Chinese say, you know look you know the United States has fired up North Korea, they're our ally. we've got a defense alliance with them. you know here comes some ICBMs your way United states I, there's so many things that you've got to think through before you start before we start the shooting war if they started totally different situation
2: you know i'd like to bring up the possibility of uh, doing something jointly with china because they're becoming increasingly annoyed with north korea but i just given the fact that china's top priority is stability and and you know the continuing of their economic enterprises i just don't see them consenting to anything
0: yeah i'm coming more to the conclusion that china has got their hands in their pockets saying yeah okay we'll see how this thing plays out I, you know look this is a nation that's murdered hundreds of millions of its own civilians in its past history that's in its dna okay so who's to say that they're not going to say, you know what, we'll, we'll risk a world war here with the United States. It'll knock the U.S. down a few pegs. Well, they'll lose a couple of cities maybe out of this whole thing. The South Korean economy will be destroyed. That's the eighth largest in the world. That goes away. Um, we'll still survive. We'll be here for the next thousand years. I'm really concerned that the Chinese are not – they're almost doing it passively aggressively, seeing what you know what exactly we're going to do if we're actually going to push them to a, to a trade war, which is I think that the president's looking at to do right now.
1: So Mattis the Secretary of Defense said if you threaten us we'll uh, will jump ugly with you. What would that look like? So they 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 you know they got a, they got a a nuke tipped missile on the pad or they fire something at Guam or Japan or whatever starts it. And we are now um reacting to that. We didn't fire the first shot. What's that going to look like? What are we going to see on the TV? What what are we going to hear in the news?
0: Well, it would be the submarines that are offshore right now. That's the only uh, kind of short order way we could respond, and it would go after known launch sites within North Korea. Um, you know, there are fixed targets there, there's no question about it. Likely go after the palace. I mean, similar, let's, let's go similar to what happened back. Uh, in Libya when Gaddafi uh, was punished by the Reagan administration. I think, you know, all those, there's a lot of fixed targets in North Korea. There, there, we're concerned about the 10% variable ones where they can launch a missile from, but there's a lot of fixed ones there. The question is whether or not uh, we can get to this command and control in fast enough time and whether or not uh, if there's a, some kind of tripwire in the south uh, with all the troops along the border there that just automatically just go once once weapons are fired or once missiles are landing someplace, They have a standing order. They just go, uh, and then the conventional war is on in South Korea.
2: Lovely. Mike Lyon, CBS military analyst. It bears mentioning we have uh, leapt straight over the question of uh, increased diplomacy and perhaps tightening sanctions. Give me a break.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Russia came out this morning and said they don't think the sanctions are going to work. They're not interested in doing anything else. And all it takes is the outliers. It just takes a few things to, to kind of get through. I mean, the fact that they're... Firing, you know, hydrogen bombs. Also, you don't need the same level of nuclear material with a hydrogen bomb that you need with a regular atomic bomb. But the bottom line is if there's enough resources within that country to make that kind of technology. Uh, there's not a lot of sanctions at, at this point that are going to stop them from doing well, it.
1: And they're used to their people starving, so that's just right. not that big an issue. Uh, yeah. How many voices in the Pentagon would be willing to, uh, to, to risk some sort of uh, military strike, preemptive strike?
0: It's probably sixty forty. Forty percent want to, you know, have a plan. There's always a blue team, red team there, ready, ready to, uh, you know, have that plan ready to go. I think the concern, though, is not another, not enough military assets in the region. 60-40 against? No, uh, sixty forty against. Yeah, I okay. think that's I closer think I think than I thought. Point we we're, we're not we're not we're not to the point again it gets back to that we just don't have enough troops there we'd have to put 150 200,000 troops in south korea i think we've talked about this before evacuating civilians from south korea you know there's a lot of moral things that we'd have to do first we'd have to again beat a very long war drum when when the us does that it, we go to war it's kind of like the way that that ship lines itself up in independence day it mm-hmm. takes a while but when we do that when the when it goes we go we're not. We're starting to beat the drum, but we're not. We're not there yet. But um, well, if that's we, what I think people would be concerned about. If we did
1: that, he'd almost certainly react, though, wouldn't he?
0: Yeah, but if he fires first, then again, all then all bets are off, and then we just react and go. In a different manner. I think there's a lot of people in the Pentagon still have kind of the Powell doctrine of if we're going to go, it's going to be overwhelming force and it's going to be over quick. And I I do believe that 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 DNA is still flowing through uh, a lot of people there that are doing a lot of military planning.
2: Well, good. And, And have a plan.
1: It'll be over quick. Of course, that's assuming China doesn't get involved, as you have already discussed. Then I don't assume it would be over quick.
0: That's right. I, I mean, we're making an assumption that China did say that if North Korea started, they wouldn't get involved. Again, let's look way over the horizon. This is about extortion. If they have this capability, are we going to be willing to trade off San Francisco, Los Angeles, for Seoul or for another city, they decide to bomb Seoul. We decide to go back at them, and they say, "Well, guess what? Here comes. We're gonna. You're gonna see an American city now go down." So this is not even just deterrence. It's about reassuring our allies in the region. And right now, it's just basically South Korea and Japan lined up against everybody else because Japan or China and Russia are not on their side at all.
2: I have so many things I'd like to talk about, but just real briefly, to what extent is the old saw that China controls North Korea still true?
0: Hard to say uh, in, in that um, you know, the, the, they don't control as much as maybe we used to. They used to. Um, they could control regime change for sure. If they wanted to take that guy out, they could take him out tomorrow. Um, but whether or not they really want to do that remains to be seen. I, mm-hmm. I think that they've got to again, they think they're going to survive this. They've got, they're looking at 2025 when they have the largest economy in the world. If they can do anything to degrade the United States before they get to that point, that's all in. That's all just good news for them. And if, this is, if it's just because they're going to go to war, we're going to shut off 60% of the commerce in the South China Sea, it is what it is.
1: Well, if something happens, I'll tell you what, people will be arguing for hundreds of years mm-hmm. over, uh, you know, previous presidents should have done more to stop it from getting this far, or Trump went too far in his language, or whatever, yeah. on I, what brought about this this, this nuclear war.
0: One more quick point. This is a classic can got kicked down the road for 50 years. I mean, three administrations didn't solve it. It's, not, it's really been an armistice since the Korean War ended. This is just, again, because it's not been solved when it should have been solved, it, it, the magnitude of, uh, the order of magnitude now of destruction is to the point where it's unthinkable.
2: You know, final thought, Mike uh, Lyon, CBS military analyst. We're Cold War kids like you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you live with uh, the North Koreans having the ability to wipe out American cities?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, because I've been reading a lot about that over the weekend, and I'm trying to get my head around it. I'm still concerned about that extortion piece. Um, I'm not sure. I think that, um, you know, it's not like Mutually Assured Destruction is – I'm not sure he buys into Mutually Assured Destruction. I think he's willing to launch one. And I'm not willing to trade off any American, so I'm not willing to trade one American life, frankly, for, for this. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm trying to get my head around I'm seeing some smart guys write some smart essays about that over the weekend that says we have to accept this as it is what it is. There's still a lot of people that just haven't accepted it yet.
2: Interesting. Yeah, zap those our way. We'd love to see them, too. Mike Lyons, yeah. always fabulous, Mike. Thanks a million.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: Yep.
1: Hmm, the usually... Uh... You know, there's nothing we can do about it militarily, realistically speaking. Mike Lyon saying, I'm not sure I can accept them being a nuclear power. Well, Well, there's only one other option. It all depends on how many lives you're willing to
2: sacrifice. South Korean lives, mostly. Um but then, well, no, that oversimplifies it because you could have a, quote, unquote, successful uh, military campaign, knock out their defenses, essentially deca- decapitate the regime, et cetera, et cetera. And then you got, you know, tens of millions of militant, crazy people who want to kill you for the next 50 years and an angry China. So, uh, you know, you you don't measure the success immediately after the campaign, You get de- because often the aftereffects are absolutely awful. And we'll talk more about this later, because yeah, it's, I just, it's I, a heck of a thing. I, I recommend you forget about it and go about your life. The specter of nuclear war. Come on. Sort of a the way to start your day, is that? It's a short week. Be cheerful, huh?
1: Well, I I don't know. I think people ought to think about it and, uh, you know, ha- have some role in pushing the government one way or the other. Either toward... Uh, or interaction I don't know which
2: and I say you go on the internet you get a used set of lawn darts you remember those speaking of the cold war now that's a fun backdoor game uh, backyard game you play that with your family don't worry about the nuclear holocaust Mm. if you see a mushroom cloud duck and cover
1: you know Dennis Rodman praised Kim Jong Un for making North Korea a 24th century country (laughs) a what (laughs) now (laughs) <laughs> People uh, around the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll <laughs> talk about it more later. Don't want to bum you out. I think it's interesting that the... the <laughs> The future of the world hinges on people guessing about the mental state of one little fat 33-year-old. And his goals. And nobody knows. Everybody's right. guessing. Yeah. Guess right. Everything's fine. Guess wrong. World changes forever. Everything changes forever. I'm telling you. That's
2: too and I heavy. don't think that's an overstatement. too heavy. Too heavy to contemplate. Coming up, uh, after we've you know uh, cleansed your palate a little bit, uh, a loving profile of Ri Chun-Hee. That's who? the uh, pink-clad babe, 74 years old, who, who 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 shouts at us about lakes of fire and, and death from above, et cetera, et cetera, She's the pink lady of Pyongyang.
0: Oh,
2: stop it. Oh, she's hilarious. So uh, we'll have a loving tribute to her, among other things. You know, we've got a, a full-sized cutout of President Trump in the studio right now. He's wearing a... A St. Patrick's Day hat and a 2017 New Year's, uh, just uh 2017 sparkly. And he's also got a sparkly uh, gold heart. We dress him up in various, uh, you know. But as the holidays pass, we try to give him yeah. some sort of, you know, namesake from, from said holiday. Right. We need to uh, we need to get something Halloween-y and then have a pilgrim hat ready for him. Uh, but at any rate, I, I found myself looking at Trump and thinking, I don't care how big an egomaniac you are. You think I ought to be running the world. I'm so smart so capable, I ought to be running the United States of America. I don't care if your mindset is that. When confronted with, oh, great, now I've got to make the call on nuclear holocaust or not nuclear holocaust, and it's completely unclear which path will lead to which, i got to believe he's not loving
1: that. And you make the wrong choice, as deemed by historians, and people will talk about you 500 years from now. Right. You will be a symbol for failure and stupidity, fairly or not,
2: for an epoch,
1: yeah. however long that is. Yeah. It's very long. Uh, so more on that later. Uh, it's picture day at school today for my kids, which uh, first day back after Labor Day. Mm. I don't know. I bet a lot of people miss it. bet oh, a lot of people yeah, forget. It yeah. just yeah. seems like it'd be an easy day to forget. Oh, We've let's... forgotten in the past, but you know what? You get a picture of your kid uh, looking like they normally do, which is kind of what you want for history anyway. What? Right? No. No! That's what I want. You dress history. your kid up in, in clothes they never wear. Comb their hair in a way that they never look. Right, and then have it airbrushed. Heavily airbrushed. Well, to that part. Don't so, forget the monocle. We didn't, we didn't forget, yeah, my, my oldest son wanted to wear a tank top, then he wanted to wear a hat. He had a special hat he wanted to wear. I don't think mm. they allow hats, but um. So we did. We we were on top of it. So they're going to pick their favorite shirt. Both of them are going with Pokemon shirts. Sean, I think you'll be pretty wow. happy with that. It's wow, good, good stock you're raising. Catch there. them all. But um, th- this is the first year I believe this was available, and this is to a kindergartner and a second grader. On the kindergartner uh picture, went online and ordered the pictures. You have the opportunity uh, to pay twelve dollars. For premium retouching, which whitens the teeth, evens the skin tone, and removes blemishes and scars. Twelve bucks for that. You know what? Come on in, China. Come on in. How weird is that? Scars? China! So your kid, for whatever reason, has a scar that's visible in a picture, and you want to take that out? Doesn't that cause call more attention to it over the years than less? When you would look at this picture and see, oh my scar is so hideous that they paid to get that removed. I, I that think that scar that I have right here all the time. We'll give it, yes, I would say
2: given the fact that it won't go away. Yeah, I I think if you contemplate that for a child that young, you need probably years of counseling. Yeah, it's and I'm serious. If you would even think about You know, Junior's teeth are a little crooked. Let's have him put in, like, big newscaster teeth in Junior's face. I think you need intensive counseling.
1: I'm ready to entertain the thought for high school kids. It still seems a little strange, just in general, for people to have pictures of themselves that don't show what you looked like at that period (laughs) in your life. of themselves. Yeah. Well, if you had a particularly bad
2: skin day. As a high schooler, you don't I want your worst day. For you don't, that. don't yeah. want your worst day. Yeah, come on now. That's that's fine. I, but like, t- if one eyebrow is higher than the other, and they they lower the one, I mean, that's just you're a crazy person.
1: Or, or, again, it just seems odd. Even okay, so you're, you're 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 bad skin kid, which a lot of kids are. Right. You take that out, so that who's that? For? Who is that for? Who are you doing it for? So the rest of your life, when you look at that picture, you think, "Boy, that's not what it was like for me in high school." What, wouldn't that again? Doesn't that draw more attention to it rather than less? Wouldn't you remember that? Yeah, that's not what
2: I look like. I remember Michael Stipe of the band REM on one of their greatest hits collections or something. He uh, he captioned a picture of them early in career their career. Look, they airbrushed my acne scars. And he put that on an album because he thought it was so ridiculous. Yeah, And and I've got to admit that I just I, I don't get the impulse. I, I get you want to take a good picture. Everybody wants a good picture taken. You want to smile nice. You want to, wow, that's a good angle. I look great in that. Everybody wants that. But it's like so many things in life. Beyond a certain point, it goes from, you know, a little understandable vanity to you're crazy. There's something wrong with
1: you. Let's get back to our primary purpose, a phrase I introduced last week. What is the primary purpose of taking your pictures at school? If you're going to come up with the idea. Wow. Good analysis. Why do you take a picture at school? Because you want to know, you want to remember what your kid looked like in kindergarten. It's a headshot for their upcoming showbiz breakthrough. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it?
2: So, all right, so the eyebrow we've dealt with, the, the acne we've dealt with. How about a double chin? How about you kid's got a double chin? Do they airbrush out the double chin? So pay- How about a triple chin? Leave the two chins, but get rid of the third one. So Just he- as a compromise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you can click the no thanks, which I did, but if you're like, you kind of want your kid to look better, but you're not really willing to shell out 12 bucks. You can do the $6 basic retouching where they remove blemishes, but you have to pay the $12 to whiten the teeth, even the skin tone, and remove blemishes and scars. Scars! For a kindergartner! For a five-year-old! Who has ever looked at a grade school yearbook style class picture and said, you know what? Those teeth aren't quite white enough. Whoever looks at any five-year-old and goes, ugh, hideous.
2: Look at that. I mean, come (laughs) on. I tell you what, looking at this one inch by one inch picture, I'm struck by the scar over the eyebrow. What is that all about? Nobody's ever said that.
1: You're not as attractive a five-year-old as I was hoping for. (laughs) What the
2: freak is going on with us? God, and, and you know what? Anybody who would react like that, you know, I suggested intensive counseling, also should probably be on a list that the police keep track of. If you react to a picture of a kid in any way, but, oh, that's a that's a cute little kid. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. What's become of us? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, I finally, at, at long Why last. Why don't I just get a model, a five-year-old model kid, and put that on the wall? That's not your kid, yeah, but it looks great, doesn't it? I mean, what's the difference? You know, I uh,
2: we used to have a regular feature on the show. It was kind of unintentional. It was... Joe reviews 10-year-old movies. Mm. For, back from the era where I had a house full of babies and then preschoolers and schoolers and the rest of it. I didn't have time to go out to the freaking movie house. Who does? Um But I'm going <laughs> to do that. The movie house. I'm going to do that again. I finally watched Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, good uh, movie. A uh, fabulous movie came out, what, seven, eight years ago? Something like that? Or 15. One and an Oxer, old, uh, the late Alan Arkin. Yeah. Am I correct on that? Charming. Charming fella. Foul-mouthed. But anyway, um I... And I would suggest 90%. 11 the, years ago. You're kidding. Years ago. That's <laughs> yeah. 11 years ago? 2007. Holy an old crap. Movie.
1: Was it in black and white? Did they talk in it? <laughs> but, <laughs> <it's fine>. No, <laughs> there was just <laughs> jaunty barrelhouse Barrel
2: house Piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, I and 90% of the population, I'm convinced of this. Reacted with revulsion to the child beauty pageant scenes. Sure. Or maybe you've seen the toddlers in tears on the reality TV. It's just disgusting. Don't let's not let the 10% that wants to have kids' sexy pageants and airbrush the one kid's raised eyebrow. I, let's not have them run our society. How do we stop them? How do we fight them? How do we stamp that out? The 90% of us are all agreed
1: on this stuff. How are we losing this battle? I should have sent uh, Sam to school in his Make America Great Again hat. Yes! (laughs) What if they allow that?
3: (laughs) I'm guessing not. Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Russian President Putin's weighed in on North Korea and Donald Trump, getting a lot of notice. Hopefully, I'm sure. And get ready, my friends, for a robot tax to cover the human costs of automation. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. A robot tax. Yep. Why am I paying a robot tax? Stay tuned. Okay, I will stay tuned.
1: Oh, uh, some new dating terms, relationship terms. Ah, oh, excellent. That I uh, hadn't heard before. That they had in the New York Times over the weekend. Really interesting stuff. Um, you probably should be aware of them. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. in the relationship world what is a sapiosexual what is zombieing these... Sa- sapio sapio, sapiosexual what is zombieing you should know these terms according to the new york times you will coming up i'd like to apologize for
2: murdering alan arkin <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's still alive, he's alive. Yeah. his character died yeah. okay and i can never keep track which one's real the movie or the other thing. Yeah. So apparently he's still alive. God bless him. 83 years young.
1: You got any other 11-year-old movies you can review
3: for us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Stay tuned for that. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, North Korea shaking up the world with their announced H-bomb test.
0: Mm.
3: Tell me
2: more about this man from Nantucket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there is word they've
3: got another ICBM missile test set for this weekend to celebrate Founding Day.
2: Uh, Do they have... It's always festive. I look forward to Founding Day all year.
3: Don't they have the anniversary of the
1: founding of the country like every other week? <laughs> it seems they, they had to refound
3: it several yes. times. Russian President Putin's got a pretty bleak view of the current tensions over North Korea's nuclear ambitions. Putin saying today the North Koreans, quote will eat grass, but will not stop their program as long as they do not feel safe. Well, he's he's right about that. Yeah, he's talking about whether sanctions would work. Yeah, right. yeah. They won't.
1: I agree with the idea that it's down to uh, either accept it or you don't. This talk of sanctions, what, what, what is this, Sharad? What are we doing?
2: Well, it's the idea that North Korea does want to bargain. They want to sit down at the bargaining yeah. table, even though uh, old Rex Tillerson opened the door wide open for that to happen, and they completely snubbed it humiliated the president of china etc etc just could be that they're pushing pushing it as far as they possibly can then they negotiate um but i wouldn't trust uh, you know what they negotiate anyway
3: right meanwhile at that press conference in china putin refrained from making any criticism of president trump putin dismissed the question whether he was disappointed in trump as being naive and in comments carried by the Russian news agencies, Putin said Trump is, quote, not my bride and I'm not his groom, end of quote.
1: Hmm. That must be a Russian expression.
2: Well, actually, what he said is Trump is not my bride. I am not his bride nor his groom because he realized he kind of portrayed himself right. as a check there. And he realized, wait a minute. I'm shirtless rhinoceros guy. I can't be the bride, and so he corrected is himself.
1: That, yeah. uh, am I missing the? Is in the translation? Is that like you're? He's. Not, I'm not his bitch. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. no if you pardon the expression, I will not. Oh, no, no, no. that was coarse. Essentially, that was coarse.
2: He's
3: saying, "What are you asking me for? We're not married." I don't I'm care. not my brother's
1: right. keeper. Sort of argument. <coughs> yeah, okay. gotcha.
3: President Trump's soon going to be announcing his decision on DACA. That's going to be coming down in about a half hour from now. He is expected to pull the plug on the Obama era program protecting about eight hundred thousand illegals who were to the u.s as children trump is expected to end the program with a six-month grace period to allow congress to act on that matter well and do we have his tweet from this morning
2: where he makes it infinitely clear congress do your job and and see this this is the undiscussed aspect of this you're going to hear about this all day long from various sides Congress has had years and years and years and years to work on this and haven't because they're a bunch of cowards, partly because we're so divided as a country. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. idea that... Not on illegal immigration, not very much. Well, yeah, that's true, really, if you line things up. Although, in terms of what to do with these uh, the kids who were brought here of none of their... You know, they didn't choose it. They just right. happened to be brought here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the idea that we should have presidents... Go back and forth with probably extra-constitutional uh, executive actions. And that's the way we ought to be running the country. is absurd. So you got your lefties now. Uh, I saw some of the social media stuff last night. This is the most morally reprehensible president ever. How you could do this to the kids? It's a moral holocaust. I mean, people were going full-on DEFCON 1. Right. You can't have presidents going tennis court back and forth... With these probably not legal executive actions, Congress
3: has to decide what the law is and write it. So do it! And it started. A San Francisco Supervisor Jane Kim is calling for a robot tax, saying the money should go to help people who lose their jobs to automation. The money would go to job training, education, and investments in new industries. Tech innovators say... The San Francisco supervisor is sounding unnecessary alarms. But this is also an issue that governments throughout the country may have to address as the pace of automation grows. Hawaii, worried about robots taking human jobs, also thinking about launching universal basic income. That would treat everybody who loses a job to a Stream of income to live on, regardless—actually, regardless of their employment or economic status it'd be guaranteed pay that could be based conceivably on that robot tax. So, what they're thinking about doing is charging a surcharge if you start automating. You're going to have to pay a surcharge, and that yeah, money will go to the humans.
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway. I think
3: it's
1: too early to, to, for that. There, are, there are futurists who believe we're going to get there. That robots will have taken so many jobs. There's just right. there's just a giant chunk of the country. You know, a third of working adults won't have a job, and there's no jobs that exist for them. We'll have to come up with something. But we're not there yet, are we? Uh, No, no, I don't think so. And every
2: other time in humanity that this has been predicted, technology will eliminate jobs. It's actually created more jobs. I get the difference now, Mm -hmm. because the machines can manage the machines. Uh, But we'll see.
3: That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillipsy. Armstrong
2: and Getty Show, the voice of the West. The truth is, 90% of the time... When a politician suggests that we need a new tax, they're either a a utopian numbskull who ought to be ignored, or more likely, they just want more revenue flowing in so it flows through them and their power and wealth are increased. And they they cook up all sorts of different excuses
1: for new taxes all the time. So many things to talk about. What's a sapiosexual? How youth sports can easily cost you $1,000 a month. What? Yeah. That's a lot. Um, And more on this, I'm going to use the term just because it's a sh- shortcut to let you know what we're talking about, the dreamer situation. You call them dreamers. I call them fairy dust angels. I like that term, too. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. believe how many Americans spend $1,000 a month per child on youth sports. It's it's fairly common. And then, of course, even if you spend half that much, that's a hell of a lot of money. Right. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Man, it, the whole youth sports thing is crazy. So, rough news for fans of the rap genre
2: of music. We'll turn to Sean, our rap correspondent. Yes, uh, I am one of those. Do you know about Joey Badass... Well, uh, before we get into his uh, over, Mr. Badass spells his last name B A D A dollar sign dollar sign. To let him, know, let people know that money is important to him. Well, I, I, I do not appreciate alternate spellings. I never have. I, I used to write prints, regular letters, actual letters, postage, et cetera. Telling him, if you will die for me, please spell that out in your song titles. I
1: don't appreciate the creative spelling. We did go fairly large on Joey Badass uh, a week ago or so. Is that right? Yeah, and and took and calls and stuff like it. But uh, but it's a tale worth telling. Well, Joey Badass Dollar Dollar. We had because
2: th- I will not pronounce his name as he is
1: dictating. His recovery you don't dance his tune. You're not his bride. <laughs> Right. Well, perhaps
2: you you recall during Jack's uh, retelling of the story, Mr. Badat Dollar Dollar <laughs> had decided in defiance of uh, the warnings of, of all responsible
1: authorities to stare at their, the eclipse. Right, which had caused uh, many textures to say he's now Johnny Dumbass. <laughs> well,
2: well, indeed, he was ordered by his doctor to wear special glasses now, as he has damaged his retina. He had to cancel a couple of shows. Right, right. <laughs> He's I mean, just incredible. The stated reason, as I'm sure you you discussed at the time, unforeseen circumstances.
1: That if you <laughs> stared at the effing sun, that makes my eyes hurt. It would have it. hurt your eyeballs. My favorite part of this is that he said uh, on stage. Actually, he said, "I stare at the sun every now and then for a long time, and it's cool. Then I see weird colors all day long." Yeah. So he's done this in the past. He's a guy who stares at the sun because it makes him have, see weird colors. What do you do with someone like that?
2: Well, Mr. Bad da- Dollar Dollar, whose real name is Joe Vaughn Virginia Scott, has not recovered his vision and is
1: still wow.
2: dealing with his damaged wow. retinae. So oh. he
1: seriously, because it was just speculation last week, <laughs> Yeah, he seriously damaged his eyesight. He claims
2: wow. He claims that he doesn't mind the special glasses he now has to wear. Uh, because they look pretty cool on him, I would beg to differ. But it's a matter of taste, as I look here at the the picture of him. But how about being eh. blind? He's done himself some some serious
1: damage. Yeah, that um, is that that is amazing. Did we uh, did we play any Joey Badass no. Dollar Dollar? It's got a lot of uh, uh, bad language in it. If I oh, I re- I'll search for some radio friendly versions. If I recall, yeah. we tried and it was difficult to come up with anything that. Uh... You could play on the air.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to load this, uh, video for the Mercury News, the San Jose Mercury News, and it's not loading properly. I was going to describe you some of the visual images within his, uh, his artwork. For some reason, there's a shirtless Viking-looking character in one of his videos. So, <clears throat> perhaps I have underestimated the creative uh, uh, potential of Mister Badat Dollar Dollar.
1: We always wanted to do a stare at the sun for concert tickets contest with listeners. Whoever stares at the sun long enough, you get like Elton John tickets or something. Yeah, that was. But so then sad. that guy drank or that woman drank all that water and died, and that was the end of fun radio contest. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We had a peeps eating contest once, right? Yes, candy corn. Uh, yeah, the mayonnaise, we used to do that every Cinco de Mayo, we'd have yeah, somebody we eat... call it Cinco de Mayo Somebody'd eat a fifth of mayonnaise Yeah, right. a smoking contest too, one test Yeah, two. that was my favorite one, because the guy could... got a nosebleed <laughs> yeah. So you know it was good Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Who could smoke an entire pack of cigarettes the fastest? And lawyers have ruined that sort of fun Yeah, can you imagine? The, the lights that have been prevented Just because some people died Hmm Well, i say if a grown man wants to smoke a pack of cigarettes in a minute, he should have the right to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I thought this was a free country. I guess not. Um, Do you know the Utah nurse story? We probably ought to touch on that. I don't. A nurse roughed up and arrested by the cops. Wildly inappropriate. Wildly. And the question is, are they going to get rid of that cop? Because he plainly should not be a cop. Never should have been a cop. So one
1: of these deals where there's video? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So they...
2: they they brought somebody... We're oh, we're not talking, talking about yet. it okay. now. But we will be very soon on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Awesome. I think as a free people, we, we've we got to not put up with cops who should not be cops.
1: Policeman I talked to the other day when I had to identify the mugshot, I noticed he had the body camera on his chest. It's the first time I'd ever interacted with a policeman when they had that camera on it. It's kind of a uh, kind of makes you feel a little weird having that camera f- staring at you. I mean, it's not like I was going to do anything anyway, but it's just it's just odd. Do
2: you make any funny faces at it? Give it the finger or anything
1: like that? We're, we're we're getting close to we're all on video all the time. Right? Pretty much anything we do outside of our homes. Right. And even sometimes inside in, of our homes. In addition to my frequent Instagram posts, my belfies and- Yeah. <laughs> Delphi's my nutscaping the rest of it. you spending a $1,000 on youth sports? A lot of people are. Yikes. Among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.